What's happening and welcome to the Stronger Families, Stronger Church podcast. I'm Marcel. This is my beautiful wife, Karina. Hi. And uh, as you know, here with the Stronger Family, Stronger Church, uh, we want to equip, inform, educate, and help all of the parents out there, uh, all those who are working with youth, because we strongly believe, we are convinced that if we have stronger families, we have a stronger church. You have a stronger church, you have a stronger community, stronger society, you have a stronger world. And so uh, we're trying to, uh, again, acquire as much information from uh, many great sources so that we can, again, equip, train, educate every single one of us on how we can be better parents and serve our youth so that we can set them up for spiritual success. So what we're going to be talking about today is a very common issue for every single one of us. Every single one of us faces this issue on a daily basis with our families, with our friends, with our co-workers. And, uh, and, and it's going to apply not just now while you're in quarantine, okay, but it applies to every day of our lives. And that's the topic of forgiveness. I want to read a scripture here in Matthew chapter 6. Jesus says, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. As we can see, Jesus is very serious here about forgiveness. And we know that that's an important part of having a healthy, strong, spiritual family is forgiveness because we are bound to sin against one another. But the key is to forgive. And what we've learned and what we're grateful for has been taught to us and we're trying to implement and, and, and train our kids is not only the the need and necessity and requirement of forgiveness for our walk with God and for the health of our family is not just to teach the what, but to teach the how. And that's what we want to talk about a little bit today is how to forgive. And so Karina is going to go ahead and break down what we've coined the four steps of forgiveness. Yes. So the idea to talk about this actually came about because I was reading with the kids this book called Pete the Cat and the Missing Cupcakes. And at the beginning of the book, there's a verse, Matthew six fourteen, And so we talked about how much more we are going to need to forgive each other during this time of quarantine. Because the more time we spend together, the more we're going to have to forgive each other. And so for us, mostly we've had to deal with the fighting amongst our two older girls they're less than two years apart nine and seven and I'm sure your kids never fight and you don't have to deal with this but for us we can deal with bickering and little quarrels uh, throughout the day and so some of the steps we've taken is first to have them sit down in the same spot maybe it's a step maybe it's on the couch but they have to sit and be close to each other, face each other, and then we go through these four steps of forgiveness. The first step is to identify the problem. And what I mean by that is that we take turns identifying what they did wrong. Not just what the other person did wrong or what made them upset, but what they personally did wrong. Step number two is to express sorrow and empathy. So once we've identified the problem, we want to take responsibility and express sorrow and empathy. So we use the words, I'm sorry for fill in the blank. 
I know that fill in the blank. So for example, I'm sorry for taking your toy. I know that must have made you angry. Step number three is repent. What will you do next time? That's what we're answering. So it will be something to the extent of, I'm sorry for taking your toy. I know that must have made you angry. Next time, I will ask for your permission first. And then last, step number four is to ask. Ask for forgiveness. So once we've identified the problem, expressed sorrow and empathy, shown repentance, we ask for forgiveness. Will you please forgive me? And that gives the opportunity to the other person to respond with, I forgive you. And then we take turns with the next person. Then it's the next person's turn to express sorrow and empathy, empathy, repent, and ask for forgiveness. Great. And so when should we start implementing these things with our kids? Really, you can begin implementing this as early as one, but it's going to look different for your one-year-old than it is for your 15-year-old. But it really is applicable to all ages. It's applicable to us in our relationships as well and even our relationships with them. I think the important thing to remember is that they are going to need your help through this process, especially at the beginning. This isn't one of those things that you can teach and be done with. It's one of it's something that you're going to have to train and retrain that you're going to have to listen in on their conversations to see if they are implementing this correctly. Uh, it's going to mean you being patient. It's going to mean you sitting through it with them several times. And then the more and more you put it into practice, the less and less you have to be involved. And it's wonderful when you can see them actually work through the steps and get resolved without your help. But it is something that you'll have to come back to and some problems will be easier for them to resolve themselves. Others will require more of your guidance and help. So sometimes they might need help identifying the problem or they'll need help correctly um, expressing sorrow or determining what they're going to do differently next time. Uh, But Again, like I said, it's different uh, for each age. So for our one-year-old, we started with giving hugs. So if he did something to his sisters, then we'd have him give a hug. And then as his language developed, he's now able to actually say, I'm sorry, and give a hug. And one of the key things that we've been teaching our girls is not to just respond with, it's okay, but instead to respond with, I forgive you. Now, now why is that important here? Because it's to, to say, I forgive you, number one, but also to ask for forgiveness. I think both of those require humility uh, from any of us. From any of us, it requires humility to express forgiveness and to give forgiveness. Those words are actually very hard to say. If you are feeling angry or hurt about something, it is not easy to say, Will you forgive me or I forgive you? And so it's good for them to start learning that type of humility. But also it's important for them to recognize that it's not okay. And that 
there does need to be some reconciliation. And then lastly, it brings closure to an argument. Uh, It allows there to be resolution versus uh, a moving on without resolution. Well, I appreciate that. And again, I think the point of all of this is reconciliation. It's not just to give uh, hollow or shallow uh, apologies, but really to bring about reconciliation in the family, because that's what God wants. That's what you and I want. That's what your kids ultimately want. And, and these are the steps to, to, to achieve that, as opposed to at least many of us, what we were taught, we were maybe never taught to apologize or ask for forgiveness. Um, so that might be difficult for us, but we have to start training the hows. And that's what I appreciate about this is it's not just the what. I think we would all agree that forgiveness is good, but how to go about really being reconciled and to forgive. And so the next question I have for you, Karina, is uh, are, are you going to apply this with your husband? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just playing. All right, so let's go ahead, and as we close out, can you give us a quick recap here again of the four steps of forgiveness? Yes. Number one, identify problem. Number two, express sorrow and empathy. Number three, repent. Number four, ask. All right, there you go, the four steps of forgiveness. We hope this has been helpful for you. Uh, Please feel free to share it, uh, but let's all try to implement it. I know it's been very helpful for us as we've learned this as well. And for our next episode, we're going to talk about the Ten Commandments for Kids Fighting Fairly. All right, and so until then, we hope that this will serve you very well as you guys can, again, practice this uh, with your families, practice this with your spouses, and uh, have a great time. So thank you very much. We appreciate We love you. Have a good day.